Hello, everybody. My name is Alan Young. I'm a professor at Georgian College in the Tourism and Hospitality School. And today we're going to be talking about sustainability as it relates to hotel and resort operations. I'm incredibly pleased to have Michael Cohen with me today. Michael is an industry innovator uh, focused on our sector for over 20 years. And he has a really deep knowledge of what's going on in the IoT world as it relates to sustainability, but also the overall sustainability innovation that's happening within our space. Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolute pleasure, Alan, and really wonderful to speak to what who are the next generation of hoteliers and hotel operation folks. So it's my pleasure. Perfect. And Michael, where are you? Because I think it's kind of cool. I just happen to be in Buenos Aires, Argentina at a, at a technology <laughs> conference. Uh, so uh, the wonderful world of the internet pays off again. And Michael is a Canadian like the rest of us in these classes. Um, and those who have come from abroad, uh, welcome as well. I see you, Mark. I see you, Angela and Manjeet. I see you all there. So welcome for coming. And uh, so, Michael, let's, let's get right into this. Knowing what you know, what are some of the innovations circling our industry related to technology and its impact on the sustainability you know, footprint? Yeah, I'm, um, Alan, it's, it, it, it can be a complex question, but, it, but as you know me over the years, I'm the king of oversimplification. So I'm going to do my Correct. best to be <laughs> perfect, to pro provide a bit of a framework, maybe intellectually and also from an operations perspective and a technology perspective. So I think it's important also to kind of chunk up before we chunk down. So I'm, just, I'm not going to boil the ocean like we talked about earlier. I'm just going to be kind of like at a macro level first and then kind of be more specific in regards to tech and and infrastructure and operational modifications that are related to sustainability for a hotel, for example, okay? Really what we're talking about here is sustainability in, in hospitality, hotels and resorts is all about four areas, four components, and then some related items. It's about energy, it's about water, it's about food, and it's about tech. Energy, water, food, tech. Secondarily, it's incredibly important to add to that kind of uh, recipe, like the flour, the butter, you know, the salt. But here's the other scenario. To sprinkle on top of that is a mindset. Operators and guest mindset. So it's great to have new tech. It's great to have innovation. It's great to have investments and funding. It's great to have vendors who are commercializing IoT or energy management systems, et cetera. But if there's not the appropriate conviction, motivation, mindset of the actual decision makers in your, there's two kinds of decision makers in our industry. There's obviously the operators and the owners of the hotels and the resorts. And then there's the guests. They're decision makers too. And the most effective sustainability strategies within hospitality are driven on both sides. There's, there's mm, education and motivation on the guest side, which is both macro, it's like industry, it's like uh, public opinion, it's, you know, our growing, I mean, our most people's growing initiatives to be responsible as tourists and, and, and consumers, et cetera. And then the other side is the commercial side of it is, you know, there's the altruistic ownership or, or a hotel operator or brand standard scenario. And then there's obviously the one that is commercially viable. Right. So Correct. energy, water, food, tech and mindset. So using that framework, 
It's all about reducing energy consumption, of course, minimizing food and plastic waste, introducing practices, motivations, and technology that decreases water consumption and water waste, recycling of, of energy, recycling of water, et cetera. And also critically important is the digitization of the customer experience. So that's through automation, through mobile apps, et cetera, because the ability to prompt or direct or to have a interactive dialogue with the actual consumer on site, which is the guests or passengers in a cruise ship, et cetera, is critically important. But the only way to get to those, those consumers or those guests or passengers is through, you know, direct interaction, which is primarily on, you know, guest experience and mobile app, et cetera. So that's a little bit outside of, you know, the traditional energy management or IOT. It's a larger kind of matrix, I guess, but it's all interrelated. So does that make sense? Completely makes sense. And it's what we kind of talk about ad nauseum within the class. It's it's about buying not only that, but it's about a substantial amount of education, making yes. sure that the hotels themselves are educating the guests, not just being visible with some of the things that they're going on, but making the guests understand what their footprint looks like as well. So completely agree. Good. Okay. Well, then just to that point, I mean, I can start kind of moving down the specific uh Yeah, let's get, go so down on. the funnel. Go. Perfect. So there's... There's RE, renewable energy, and there's EE, energy efficiency. So RE and EE are two critically important components of one of the primary areas of sustainability, which is energy, right? The rollout of solar PV systems. So these are, you know, the polyvotic systems that are um, related to capturing of the natural energy, let's call it that, right? Renewable natural energy, which is primarily solar. It could be others as well. As you know, as many know, there are technologies now about embedding in the soil around a hotel physical property where there's an ability to, during the winter versus the summer, and have the kind of cooling and heating and taking the kind of ambient natural um, energy that can be interrelated and interpolated into the systems, into the actual infrastructure, building management, energy management, and HVAC systems of a property. That's one important scenario. But really in regards to renewable energy, specifically it's solar. Solar is where, I mean, people say wind, that's great. These are all great renewable energy sources outside and, and porting in energy into a hospitality or hotel location. But if we're physically talking about what a hotelier or operator can actually control is within their investment cycle, either in a renovation or in a new build, they, and many are doing this now because there's a lead and a lot of other incentives, yep. government incentives to encourage hotel operators and owners to invest what I call renewable energy innovation layer. Because a hotel is complex. Building a hotel, as we all know, is incredibly complex. People don't realize that, you know, a 100-room hotel can be a 30 to $40 million endeavor a modern hotel and, yep. you know, or a thousand room hotel could be, you know, substantially more. So there's so many moving parts in general. So the most effective way to articulate and to communicate the, not only the requirement and the responsibility of renewable energy and energy efficiency and sustainability is to put it in language that can be easily understood by the money, by the ownership groups or the decision makers. So how, how I like to discuss it with uh, clients or industry leaders is this layer of innovation, this energy management or renewable energy layer of innovation that you wrap 
around your traditional hotel architecture infrastructure plant, the plant, a physical plant of the hotel. So, so obviously solar is key. So that's kind of like the outside in, right? Mm -hmm. You're the sponge. It's a sponge, it's a sponge right. scenario where the technology is obviously being converted into the most renewable energy and efficient energy. The other side of it, so that's like the what, what I call of IO, input output, that's the input side. Right. The output side is things like occupancy sensors. It's different IoT technology that's that's interspersed throughout all the appropriate areas of a hotel that would create the data stream to optimize. Data stream optimization. So IoT is, so, you know, these are all sensors, all kinds, air quality sensors. There's even sensors, IoT enabled sensor technology that's being rolled out in carpets, in the physical nanotechnology carpets that are now being deployed within a guest room or within a hotel, which can track the actual traffic flow uh, frequency, prime times of the day or evening where this area seems to be heavily trafficked. So it, uh, it automatically optimizes the HVAC system or the energy consumption to optimize, minimize, still provide a great guest experience. Cause we know this is, you know, this is not all about simply energy savings or energy management. That's what it should be. But sustainability needs to be sustainable, which means it needs mm -hmm. to be commercially viable. Sustainability is a term way before this whole concept of energy management and, and you know, echo responsibility. Sustainability really means, will it maintain? Will the business maintain? Will the hotel stay in business? Will it be sustainable? That's 10 years ago, we used that term work. Is the business sustainable? Right. Well, things like these technologies enable the business to a have a sustainability stru strategy or structure in regards to energy management and waste management and and etc but it also <laughs> enables the 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 business to be sustainable so there has to be that kind of marriage between technology the requirements government regulations provincial national etc and the united states state state level brand standards investment requirements now, prices, like anything else, are starting to drop dramatically in regards to solar systems, solar PV systems, occupancy, occupancy sensors, energy management systems, et cetera. And then the last thing is, it's still got to be a great guest experience. The right. guests have to be part of the solution. I think that's a kind of a good next stage of this conversation is GRMS, guest room management systems. Not every hotel has a sophisticated GRMS strategy. Because GRMS can be as minimal as an optimized thermostat and one sensor in the room, so an occupancy sensor to be to be simplistic, or the most sophisticated. If it's a four or five star hotel or a very sophisticated resort, there is incredible amount of energy management and guest experience management that are incorporated into GRMS, guest room management systems. So these are leading companies such as. Incom, so the whole Honeywell organization, right. Schneider Electric. Um, there's folks like that, you know, I'm involved with historically with Interrail. Now I'm involved with a company called Meshment Systems. Which are, these are all global providers of guest room management systems. There's a different level of sophistication for the appropriate requirements of a hotel, just in regards to the management of, of HVAC, lighting, air quality. You know, shading is a huge thing. Keep it simple, stupid. People overcomplicate some of the sustainability scenarios. 
shade control is actually one of the most effective sustainability strategies slash technology. So automated shade control, it sounds mm -hmm. so low tech, but it's actually the most effective sustainability initiative any hotel can do. And people forget about that. Right. It doesn't sound sexy. It's not complex. It also is not really expensive. So if you're a vendor, you don't necessarily just want to sell shade control, which means literally draping or window shading control. That Correct. alone, there's various reports that can be verified and researched by your, your students, the student population. They can Google this. But there's reports of anywhere between 35 to 55% energy savings simply by implementing shade control in a hotel, depending upon the geographical location. Right. But that's Where it's huge. facing, et cetera. But that's huge, Alan, right? Because people want to talk only about, and it's okay, really complex infrastructure, building management systems, you know, integrated systems that are like pumped into the water. These are all right. important. We'll talk about that. Shade control is under uh, respected right. uh, implementation. But the big fancy stuff that you talked about, you know, when a, when a hotel is a new build and wants to do it all right, they can put all this infrastructure in place and, and do the best, you know, thing possible. From a, an adoption perspective, when you look at technology adoption, you know, in general, based upon different vertical, um, different nuances of technology, less revenue management, there's only 7% right. of the world has adopted revenue management as a, as a proper, uh, probable technology. What's the adoption rate for, you know, guest room management systems, things like that. Sure. Um, do you have any stats or yeah, any idea? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It is definitely geographically differentiated. So, for example, in Europe, it's almost 80%. 80% of hotels in Europe have some level of energy management systems. Now, that could simply be a key card activated right. system. So that's the kind of like the, the foundational, so all the way up to very sophisticated systems that actually track the circadian uh, movement of the sun. And they'll actually augment and optimize both as a guest experience and also as energy management, the actual lighting and heating and airflow of a property. So I've worked on properties that are at the luxury level with, uh, you know, Accor or Fairmont or Rocco Forte in Europe, where there's a circadian lighting tracking, which is for people who don't understand what that is. I'm not trying to patronize anybody, but that means literally the sensors are tracking the movement of the sun across the sky and augments and optimizes the guest room and the public spaces within a hotel related to where the sun is in its trajectory over the day. And there's benefits to that. Again, there's guest mood experience benefits, and there's also energy management and, and sustainability advantage to that. But primarily, you know, intelligent thermostats, uh, key cards. So Europe is huge. All over this. At least the least uh, enabled area of the world, which is very interesting, is actually the Middle East. I'll be very careful because I don't want to be pejorative or regionalizing things, but it's not as much of a high priority in the Middle East. It's more of a high priority. Well, that's because of the cost of energy and so on. Is so it mitigates yeah. financial um, pressures also can drive people to do the right thing. Maybe, but in the Middle East, there is not as much of an impetus for that. The, where where there's a huge investment in in guest room management systems, I'd say almost ninety percent of luxury upper scale luxury, so four and five star hotels in the Middle East, which there's many, they have it, but they have it because it's about the guest experience. Correct. It's about 
having an optimized, personalized interaction with the guest, with their hotel room or the guest experience. So the motivation is more about the differentiation and the luxury and the guest experience, but the byproduct is, oh yeah, they're also saving a lot of dough on energy to, to an extent because in the Middle East it's not as expensive, but they're doing some good things for the environment. But it's really, a, that's a secondary consideration in that part of the world. In the Americas, it's 50%. We're right in the middle where it's very much, um, you know, a big part of all the architectural designs, the operational designs of new builds, so on. Every renovation, it's, it's absolutely on the table for any type of renovation today over the last, I'd say, 10 years almost. So I'd say it's about a 50% penetration in the Americas, 80% in Europe. And uh, and Asia as well, and then in, in Middle East, it's about thirty percent. Okay, cool. Thank you for that because it, it's it's interesting, and obviously, it has to grow. Yeah, and and also what people may or may not realize is that utilities are usually it's again the Middle East is a little different, but in other parts of the world, utilities are the second highest cost of any hotel. Their operating cost is the utilities. It's a major line item. And, and, um, and it's always about the balance between optimization and reduction with the guest experience. Right. Always. It's the constant, I say it's a proactive tug of war. How much sustainability slash cost savings, let's be real, it's money and sustainability, good for the environment, also good for profits. Conversely, how much of a hit to guest experience will it deliver? Now, obviously with the sophisticated technologies that are here today over the last five years or so, it's minimizing and maybe even enhancing some of the hit to convert it into more of a proactive, beneficial contributor to the guest experience. Right. So so we've talked about some things, you know, guest room, uh, energy management systems, things like motion sensors, you know, obviously air conditioning, heating, all of that stuff. We had the students a few weeks ago running around the campus uh, doing their own audit related to recycling garbage, all that kind of stuff. And then we got them into water. We had them yes. testing water flows. We had them testing water temperatures. So what did, what can a hotel do about all of that, the water equation? So here's a couple of interesting things. So you know how, how again, keep it simple, stupid. Water systems. Yes, of course, there's some, they're very sophisticated, fairly expensive water conservation slash optimization systems that are all sensor related within the actual piping and and the physical plan of the hotel. And they are being rolled out across the world. They're very expensive. It's usually either a government mandate or funding that facilitates the investment for the operators at this time to put water management systems. So there's a whole category called WMS, water management systems. So it's absolutely real. It's important. But you know what? The, I, I mean, I'm going to be, Alan, we know each other a long time. Here is the biggest water management initiative that any hotel can do, and they can do it quickly. It's in the shower heads. Right. Shower head re refresh can eliminate 50% of the water waste of a hotel every year. A simple refresh. They're, they're a little more expensive, these shower heads. But that refresh, so it's a new build or it's a, it doesn't even be a renovation. You just go in, you just go, you put 50% water management positive hit, which means every bloody hotel in the world should and will hopefully do this. 
It should be a government mandate across the world. It should be a regulation in regard to certification of opening a hotel. The our global industry associations and all the you know, all the various acronyms that we are all involved in, either on a technology side or on an operator side, every single one of them, and they do mostly, should have a mandate requiring the replacement of showerheads. And it should be every five years because the technology, which may not be super sophisticated on sensors and electronics, but the industrial design and optimization of these shower heads, it always improves. And then you combine that with those more complex and significant investments potentially that need some sort of you know, government incentive or, or, or brand incentive for an owner-operator to implement these larger investments in water management systems. But when you combine the two, now you're getting to almost 80% water management savings. That's now making some significant impact in, you know, the global situation. You know, Alan, we have hundreds of thousands of hotels all over the world, right? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of hotels. We have hundreds, like millions of hotel nights every year, millions and millions and millions being utilized. Every single one of those hotel nights, 90, the, 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 the tracking is 95% of hotel nights include a shower experience. If 95% of hotel nights include a shower experience, and you can do 50%, let's call it 50% reduction on changing the head, plus another 30% for the more involved water management implementation, that's a real effective change. And it's so, not intellectually complex. No. And then we get into water temperature. Is it as simple yeah. as just turning down the hot water a few degrees? It is about, it's about optimization. It's about timing. It's about, you know, you don't have to have the water sitting there at peak temperature 24 hours a day. That's how it is now, because right. historically you didn't know when a guest wanted a hot shower. So you made sure that the, that the boiler is pumping at full capacity and you're consuming all this energy for timing of the days where the percentage of actual use is super low. Right. So a couple of things. Remember, mindset's important too. So if I am a guest and it's 11 o'clock in the morning and, it, and it's now taking me three minutes to get hot water to my shower versus the 30 seconds that I expect it should, I need to be okay with that because I'm in off peak hours. Right. And that's an important part of all the sustainability. So there's technology, there's implementation, execution, there's physical plant, and then there's mindset like we're talking about, right? right? So the reality is, is that the, the brands and the ownership groups, they need to be positive, proactive. They're looking to be in a competitive market, looking to get beds and heads and all that stuff. So the other side is, and we've seen this, many brands and hotel ownership groups and, and independent hotels that, that your, your students are, are visiting in Ontario and will be involved with, they are doing a much better job of aligning with the intellectual requirements or, or, yeah. or that it's now positive. I want to go to a hotel and have a positive environmental experience. Like I'd like to go to this luxury hotel or this lodge or this mid-level hotel, or maybe it's a motel that I'm going just because cost effective. I can go to Horseshoe Valley and go skiing or something like that. The key is, is that if it says during these peak hours, but every other, the rest of the other, you know, whatever, uh, 16 hours of the day, we're going to, there's going to be a delay on hot water. Right. Isn't that great? And they're going to go, yeah, but guests need to buy in. <laughs> right. Need to buy in. 
right? right. The mindset's Agreed. really important because it's also part of the marketing. It's part of the part of the benefits. People are implementing. I mean, Alan, this is outside of maybe the scope of what you want to talk about, but I think it's relevant is that brands have been and will, and actually independent wholesalers too, encouraging guests with a small discount if they tick off in their registration that they're open to sustainability optimization yep. of their stay. Literally. So I, I was working recently with in Mexico, Real Hotels. It's a Mexican mm -hmm. hotel chain. It's it's very successful. They're literally you know, you, we've seen this, but they're implementing it across 145 hotels, 240,000 rooms. A green, it's called the green experience. You have like the luxury experience. You have to, it's the green experience. And you actually get a discount. You get $10 right. less. You pay $10 less a night if you agree. So you're getting a financial incentive, but hopefully you're also getting an altruistic incentive. Right. And, and that means, you know, it's the towels, it's this, but it also means what they've even metered. The lighting, the lighting doesn't go right. as high as it can. The lighting goes to a reasonable level and it doesn't go any higher. So it's very, a very lot cool. of different optimizations that are tied to incentives, maybe a little bit of a rebate to get that mindset along. Right. Sustainable. So we're coming up to the end of the chat. <clears throat> and so, Michael, what I would like you to do is to give your, your last nugget of wisdom to the students, you know, about the future, because I think... If anything, we understand that the world in which we live in today is not necessarily as stable as we would like it. Uh, there are initiatives, governmental, municipal, uh, association-wise, focused on sustainability. But I believe it's really up to us. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about. Let me ask you about what you, what your future looks like. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. Um, the great thing is, is that uh, our generation couldn't give a flying fadu when we were young about all this. Correct. And, and these young people in this course and the other courses that this may be presented to and maybe other areas where you may present this, um, it's important. It's part of their core person. It's part of who they are. It's part of their DNA. And thank goodness for that. It's our responsibility to, as, as more senior executives and more senior levels within society, if that's appropriate to say, to affect change. But what's wonderful is our you know, push for that kind of incremental change is important and, it, and it's making an impact. But the next generation, it's not the responsibility. We're not opting out. But the but it's wonderful that the momentum and the normalcy of this conversation is now paramount. It's not a weird conversation. It's not a oh you're kind of it's a little bit outside the box. That's gone. That's great. So the future, you know, is our responsibility to to be intelligent and as effective parts of our life or career or executives or consumers, we have to actually, you know, walk the talk and make those hard decisions sometimes, or even make us consumers, make the intelligent decision. Right. But the next generation is just part of their DNA. But I do have five core principles that um, I think that are important that are being implemented in the future. But I think it's important just to talk about, uh, wrap this up. All of us, hoteliers, technology industry executives, consumers, passengers, whatever, we have to demonstrate commitment to environmental management. Demonstrate commitment. We can talk about it. We can <laughs> prophesize, but we got to demonstrate right. commitment to environmental management. We have to understand our environmental impact, either as consumers or operators in this industry, and we have to start to reduce it, period. Like, period. There's no discussion. But it's got to be a black and white scenario. Mm -hmm. Either you have to understand it and you have to start to reduce it. The last thing, or not last thing, the middle thing is here, support 
our corporate customers or our partners, or if you know some of these students become operators, or they get, obviously they're going to start potentially in the industry, and they're going to have a job as a bell person or a front desk person, and they're going to move up into mid management, and hopefully they're going to be VP of yuckety yuck at Four Seasons someday. That'd be great, but you have to support the collating of accurate data. So data is going to is absolutely the key to the success here. It's not about sentiment. It's not about heart. It's about data, right? So they got to focus and be aware of you know the data, and then they got to provide the data to customers, so the guests or the so, so they can see how they're offsetting their emissions, or they you know how they can choose to do that in different ways. So you got to you got to make sure you're focused on collating accurate data with systems and technologies and sensors and everything else. But you also have to be really focused on providing that data in, in, in an impactful way to the guests and the consumers and the vendors. And the last thing is it's all about benchmark, 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 benchmark. The only way change is truly effective is when the data is intelligently organized, disseminated in a, in a seamless, positive, hopefully positive and effective way to front of the house and back of the house, Alan, you know, I'm getting at, right. Yeah. And then, yep. and then benchmark. How do we keep improving every five years? How does it become part of our guest satisfaction scores? How does it help us with our booking.com or OTA experiences? Like I want to see, hopefully we all want to see on an OTA or direct on a website of a brand, here's our sustainability score. And, and, and so not only do we have the, the booking.com, you know, guest review score, how about the sustainability score? So that's right. part of the data point that I want to look at as, as a consumer. Is that helpful? Yeah, makes great sense. So listen, Michael Cohen joining us from South America. It's been fantastic. I would personally like to thank you. Uh, the Georgian College School of Tourism and Hospitality would like to thank you. And uh, we should have some more of these chats when we have the time. Excellent, Alan. I'm always available and I really appreciate it. And thank you for the work you're doing. And, and thank you for the students for you know taking the time and making sure that this is an important part of your uh, toolkit as you grow and you expand in your hospitality career. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll speak soon.